Hi, this is Andy Crawshaw from the Game Plan Podcast, where we'll be discussing functional fitness, health, well-being, and becoming your best version. If you're looking to perform at your best in the gym, on the competition floor, or in just everyday life, listen in with Carter Douglas, the creator of the Game Plan, and myself. Hey guys, this is Carter Douglas. We'll be discussing topics and strategies that you can put to practice right away to build long-term habits for life. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 12. In this episode, we talk about Greg Glassman's mess up this week. And with you, we have Kyle Douglas. G'day, guys. And I'm Andy Croshaw. Let's get started. So, Greg Glassman literally shot us all in the foot this week. Yeah, he did shoot um, shoot us all in the foot. And it's, it's the worst timing because... Like, firstly, it's the worst timing from his part. Like, he shouldn't have said anything at all. Ever. Um, and I don't know why. his mouth completely. Yes, I'm expecting Aliens to be the next announcement, by the way. July. <laughs> 2020's going pretty well so far. Natural like... disaster, August, and maybe uh, we get um, Kanye West as president by the end of the year. Oh, didn't you, did you see that thing about um, like person who everyone wants to become president is The Rock? Really? Yeah, I saw something on Facebook. Probably not true, but I, that'd be hilarious. I, I reckon he, there's a better chance of him becoming the president... Than anyone else, and I would actually probably like that. I want him to be my <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay. Um, Rock twenty twenty one. Let's do it. <laughs> Rock twenty twenty one. Anyway, back to Greg Glassman. So yes. he literally has shot himself and the brand of CrossFit in the foot this and week. Very very bad. If you've been living under a rock, you may not have actually been on Facebook or seen any of this, but. Pretty much he's stuffed up three times massively in the space of a day. Yeah, and it's not like a small thing that can be really patched up quickly. It's basically he's he potentially destroyed the entire reputation that he's been building for the last 10 years. Yeah. Quick little abbreviation here is across two days, he lost over $4 million a year. From affiliations. Yeah, from affiliations for CrossFit HQ. That's not even including any sponsorship any external money from other companies yeah exactly and, and he, just just if you don't know how it works it's a business it's a company so all that money it's it's directly funneled into his pocket yeah pretty much well anything besides the, the outlayings that he does have so let's actually draw a little bit of context for everyone who, who is listening if anyone has been under a rock and we'll explain what greg glassman's done first before we discuss any more of it so across the last couple of days well, across the last couple of years, every time Greg seems to make any big announcements in CrossFit, it hasn't seemed to go too well initially. But long story short, Greg did three things across the last couple of days, which has really pissed off a lot of CrossFit affiliates. Number one was he shouldn't have his own Twitter account, and he decided to jump onto Twitter and respond to the Institute for Health Metrics um, Twitter, uh, tweet they put up. Their tweet was, racism and discrimination are critical public health issues that demand an urgent urgent response. Hashtag Black Lives Matter with all the stuff that's going on in, uh, in America right now. He decided to comment on there something which was uh, not exactly very caring and not exactly very thoughtful. But he, you can definitely tell he thought a lot about that post. Like yeah. He tried to make it a joke and it was not funny. No. He commented with there, it's Floyd 19, as in a ripoff of... of George Floyd, the person who did get killed... Oh, sorry. The black guy who did get killed in America. 
And COVID, basically. And then COVID, yeah. He's trying to make a parody out of all this. And, well, what's shocking is that, firstly, why did he even post in response to that um, that article or that uh, tweet that um, the Institute made? So he's been pretty annoyed with them over the past couple of months anyway. He's been speaking up or commenting on a lot of their comments and a lot of their posts that were just to do with COVID. So he did not agree with how... America or how, you know, the health organization was dealing with COVID in America. So he literally was commenting on calling them out, saying, you know, things that he probably shouldn't have said for a little while there. And then obviously this pops up and he makes a bit of a joke or a bit of a parody about one racism and then two COVID. Yeah. And that just snowballed into a a horrific uh, amount of posts and replies to that tweet negatively. Um, and, oh, man, do we even have a few that we can look up right now? Oh, there was plenty, but we'll talk about the responses in a second because the second thing that he did, people were responding to one of the two. So the second thing that he did was one of the affiliate owners who's been an affiliate mm. owner for nine years decided to send CrossFit an email just yeah. just out of curiosity asking whether CrossFit is going to do anything to do with all the racism and all the riots that are going on in America and just whether they're going to do any form of memorial or any form of, a, um, you know, anything to pay their respect to everyone who's passed away or everything that's going on in America right now. Which sounds commendable. It sounds like a good, a good idea. Uh, and, and most businesses are doing that themselves. As a business, that's something that you should do. It's going to be very good for its reputation but instead of that um he basically blasted her yeah as a business it looks amazing if you're doing something good yeah (laughs) but pretty much there was an email which is floating around on the internet right now i'm not going to read the whole email but the one initial comment that he said was looks like covid has made you delusional sorry looks like quarantine has made you delusional i am ashamed of you yeah. As in, I am ashamed of you, an affiliate owner. Yeah, who, who talks like that first? But yeah, I don't even know how to respond to that. Especially through an email. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that was basically blasted all over, because uh, this is um, Rocket, it was called Rocket CrossFit. That yeah. was the box. So they blasted that all over their own personal Facebook, and that got shared massively over um, over this course of a day. Yeah. And so in response to that, that, Rocket, um, that uh, affiliate basically emailed back asking to revoke their affiliation. Yeah, yeah. So what was the response to that? So they decided to revoke their affiliation and then Greg Glassman responded back with a uh, comment in regards to her or in regards to the owner saying... It was lengthy as well, wasn't it? It was a lengthy, it was a very lengthy response saying, you believe that you can be the conscience of all of us and of CrossFit towards this? You were wrong. What does that mean, by the way? You're the conscience... I don't know. I feel like it's having a go at her for wanting to do something right and potentially something right or something thoughtful that he obviously didn't seem to believe in mm. or was a very touchy subject in his eyes. Yeah. I think that the biggest issue here is he believes that he is the, the voice of CrossFit and he represents the entire community. And this is just the community saying, no, we're a big, huge uh, part of the culture here. Everything. It's not just one person. And then I think that's the biggest problem that everyone has. It's just they're trying to disassociate now as fast as possible. Yeah, exactly. Everyone literally saw that and saw those two comments. And there was been, there's been a massive rebuttal around 
all sorts of affiliate owners, athletes, even just people who enjoy CrossFit and their comments have gone up and people who enjoy CrossFit and actually have big followings or, you know, big uh, pull in the world. And they're just, the amount of response that that's actually had has been nuts. Mm. So that, that was the second thing. So what was the third thing? The third thing was he decided to go onto CrossFit's Instagram and write up his version of what came across as could be an apology. Now, this got very quickly deleted from Instagram, but because it was not an apology whatsoever, but it pretty much was his way of saying the stuff that he said on Twitter and the stuff that he said to her, he was not apologetic for and that he did not take back any of it and that he believes he is right. And... That very quickly got removed from CrossFit's Instagram for yeah. obvious reasons, but that was really, you know, nail in the coffin number three, as in he's now just shot himself in the foot three times over. So now there's so many people who just go, I'm not wanting to be a part of anything that Greg Glassman is a part of. Yeah, big names and, and big other businesses that are affiliated. We're talking like FitAid, Reebok, uh, any sort of apparel brand um, or dis- distributor, uh, wit, um, anyone basically right now, it is the the trend to basically disassociate as fast as possible with CrossFit. Otherwise, you look bad. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, one good thing that he's done over all these years is he literally created the largest network of gyms in the world by creating CrossFit. He created a monstrous community, an absolutely monstrous community of you know, tons of gyms that all pay their affiliation annually. And he's managed to tear it down in literally a couple of days by people not wanting to be to be associated with him. Yeah, the biggest impact is seeing people like uh, Tia Claire Toomey and, and Rich Froning who are, they public, uh, publicly just announced that they just had nothing to do with it. They don't believe in whatever he said, which, you know, it's right by them. They should uh, have to say that. But, you know, that's really bad for everyone else. It's making it uh, look like a very bad brand. And how many gyms so far have uh, already revoked their affiliation? Uh, as of yesterday morning, so as of the 10th, the, uh, there was 1,250. Yeah, okay. So if I work that out, that's about $4 million a year in US dollars that he's losing all that CrossFit is losing annually. Yeah. So, I mean, and since then now, he's also posted another apology Uh, on Twitter, right? Yeah. He's now apologized on Twitter. He's apologized in blog form on CrossFit HQ's website. And he's properly apologized on Instagram also. Have any of those been his face, his a video of him? No. By my not that I've seen anyway. I've it's only been written apologies. He's never actually he hasn't actually been on a video or been on anything where he has stated an apology. I think what people I've I've seen this uh, been said that it's not enough having him write down his apology doesn't seem genuine because you can tell a lot from someone's uh, um, transparency from just having them communicate to you, you know, face-to-face via audio or video. Something written down can be written by anyone. Yeah. So it doesn't feel genuine and it's not enough for the community and not enough at all to pick up the pieces that he uh, smashed and created. So at this point now, uh, where are we Where are we at? Well, yeah, like like you said, if you're a good enough typer, you can make it sound like a really damn good apology, and he may not mean a cent of it. He may just be missing his $4 million a year, at least. Mm, mm. So right now, like, what's actually happened since then? 
obviously with such a big rebuttal from everybody, he has uh, been forced almost to take a step down. As in, he was full owner of CrossFit Incorporated, and he also actually managed everything. He was also the CEO. So he literally did virtually everything. He controlled everyone. He controlled everything. He's decided to that he needs to take a little step down. Yeah. And his decision, by the way, or do you think it's just, it's obviously a forced decision, but... Yeah, I don't believe it was his decision. I believe it was probably a group decision from one, all the affiliates, all the athletes, everybody actually involved. And then two, probably every other staff member in CrossFit HQ themselves all saying, you're an idiot, mate. You need to actually take a step down. Otherwise, we're going to keep losing money. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, Castro, Dave Castro, basically stepping up and, and basically playing the acting CEO of CrossFit from now on. Yep, yep, acting CEO. Glassman's still, they haven't stated anything about Glassman's ownership of the company because he is 100% full owner, but uh, Castro is now CEO. Here's the thing, does anything really change? Because they've always been in communication, they've always discussed a lot of the, uh, the things within CrossFit and how it should proceed in the future, but uh, now that Dave is the, is the quote-unquote face, has does Greg still really have an impact? This sort of thing came up a couple of years ago when there was big announcements made to do with the CrossFit Games, as in when regionals was cancelled, because mm. Glass, uh, sorry, Castro was always seen as the face of the CrossFit Games. It was always Castro was the Games and Glassman was CrossFit in uh, HQ, and they sort of were al- almost separate but still similar. And when Glassman decided to come out and Glassman was the one to announce regionals cancelled and the massive shift in the game's format, everyone was like, where is Castro on all this? It's like Castro just went and hit underneath a rock. He's never been the most, uh, you know... Outspoken person. Yeah, no, not outspoken person when it comes out of social media anyway. But he just sort of disappeared. Now this happens on the opposite end and something bad happens to CrossFit HQ and now all of a sudden he's stepping up. So, you know, they've been, I'm guessing, good mates for a very, very long time. They've been working with one another for a very long time. Like, it is Castro's parents' ranch where the very first CrossFit Games were held. Mm. So, you know, obviously everyone knows everyone around there. My honest opinion here is Glassman's still owner, and now Castro being CEO, there's a high chance of nothing necessarily changing. And if everyone does know that Castro is owner, I don't believe that when it comes down to affiliates and whatnot, they're going to just go suddenly re-affiliate just because the um, owner or the CEO has changed I because it's still too close to home, as in it hasn't changed enough. Glassman's still part of it. Glassman still owns it as much as he's now you know, behind the scenes. If he goes and says something to Castro, will Castro just do it? Or will Castro actually go with what's best for the company? I think Castro will have to basically take on a lot of the decision-making himself because we're going to be able to tell whether or not a decision is made by either it's Greg or from Dave's mind. Uh, But I think, personally, the best course of action for Dave at this point is to start formulating a bit of a board. Yeah, yeah. I believe, and my, my opinion on this has been the same for a little while here, is CrossFit Games and uh, CrossFit HQ, so CrossFit for Health, needs to be separated. As, okay. as in Castro, 
to start with, shouldn't be running them both. He can, Sure, he can be running one of them, and I'm fine with that. I think he does a good job of the games, but I believe they should be separated. Why as is that? In, as in one should not be directly correlated to the other one, okay? The games themselves, is a, it's, it's a sport. You know, if we look at any other sport in the rest of the world, at, and there's you can play at an absolute amateur level, for example, you can play at like school grade. That is not directly related to playing at a Olympic level. Mm. It is completely different companies to get there. To play at a top level, there is a company, there is a board, there is a separate CEO, there is directors, there is, you know, everyone there to make it a proper business in itself at a high level for the sport. And that's what needs to be done to be best for the athletes, best for the sport on a viewership level and on an actual competition level. Could it still be uh, under the same banner? Of course, it will have to be under the same banner of CrossFit. Yeah. But you mean like having almost two partitions for CrossFit? Yeah, exactly. It could still be called the CrossFit Games, but I believe there should be someone else who actually owns the majority part of it. And whether that's, you know, one individual, I don't think it should be. But if it was like a board or, you know, a Mm. group of individuals who owned the majority part of it, that would be much more beneficial for the sport. Mm, mm. I mean, bottom line here, though, do you think this is going in the right direction so far? What are your predictions like coming out of uh, having Dave being the CEO? Well, if you haven't already checked it out, go look on CrossFit.com for CrossFit's version of their own apology, as in the Mm. company's apology. I believe the company's apology was good. It was very well written. And it came across as really good. They said a lot of things that needed to be said. Whether that's going to be enough for all the people who did de-affiliate and all the people who they have pissed off, whether that's enough for all of a sudden those guys to be good friends with them again and to actually respond in a good manner, Hmm. I don't quite think so. Yeah. I mean, not for another year until anyone else re-affiliates, but even like the Rogue Invitational, it's no longer the CrossFit rogue anything yeah so all the sanctioned events have pretty much just pulled their pin and gone we don't want to be a sanctioned event anymore because we don't want anything to do with the name of crossfit do you think that's changing right now as the uh, apology is coming out and they're starting to pick up the pieces or do you think it'll it'll take quite a bit of time for this to all blow over and when i mean blow over i don't mean you know ignore it completely it's always going to be uh there i think as an issue yeah i reckon it's CrossFit's got a little bit more bandaging to do, as in they can't just write an apology and everything's all good. They actually need to do things to show that they are different, to show that they, in a way, have Have changed. changed. Yeah. Yep. And to show that they're ready to actually make a move in the right direction and a positive move for everyone else. All the people who have currently de-affiliated and all the companies that have currently broken ties with CrossFit, I don't reckon we'll just come running back now. I reckon because of the apology and because of the change, maybe people who are on the fence about dropping it may now swing towards the, okay, we'll stay because it's almost too much of a hassle to to de-affiliate. We'll just stay. But I reckon all the people who have already done it aren't going to rush to, you know, jump back on. Not Mm. yet anyway. I think on a community level, as in people that are being introduced into CrossFit for the first time or have heard of it, I don't think it really does affect... um, affect them that much because not many people would have actually heard of this news really or be impacted by it 
You'd be surprised. You reckon? Yep. Like it was on, uh, so we're over here in Perth. I'm unsure whether this is like an Australian news company or whether it's only a WA one, but like Nine News shared it. Oh, okay. Oh, they Nine News to. shared it. Men's Health shared it. You know, a bunch of other companies like magazine companies and news companies have all shared it. It was possibly with a little bit of skewed information, and but it was definitely directed in the way of still making CrossFit look bad on the news like they... In like it has to, been done before, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the worst part of this is going to be for coaches, basically being that the uh, the level one, the cross of level one, is it even worth uh, acquiring one? And if and if so, you know, should a gym owner consider even looking at that as a, a relevance um, a qualification to coach, especially now that if you're a D uh, a D affiliated? So, first of all. When it comes down to gym owners, the gym owners who are on the fence about de-affiliating, I very much recommend, we'll come back to the coaches soon, but we'll talk about gyms first. I very much recommend starting to brand and market your gym as something that does not need the word CrossFit in it. Like strength and conditioning or... Not even necessarily that. As in create a name for your company that does not have the word CrossFit in it. As in, let's use our name for the podcast, The Game Plan, okay? Mm. Let's say beforehand, there was a CrossFit gym called CrossFit Game Plan. There's not, but let's just say CrossFit Game Plan, okay? Mm. Maybe now I'm going to, you know, there might still be an affiliation called CrossFit Game Plan, but the name that everybody sees is not CrossFit Game Plan anymore. Maybe that might be community fitness game plan which is what i've seen a few gyms do they've changed that cf to community fitness instead of crossfit oh yeah the other one could just be you know the game plan gym i'm just throwing random names out there right now i know it doesn't actually sound that amazing but that's just (laughs) that's just a random name right now but coming up with those names so your brand is not 100 percent determined by crossfit's success or any modality yeah at all, okay. That's you, a good way of saying it, yeah. Yeah, you may still be affiliated and you may still have that imaginary CrossFit game plan underneath it, you know, to still be affiliated and you can still host CrossFit classes and whatnot, but you and your name does not mean that you are CrossFit and you are not directly 100% tied to them. Okay. So do you think that would make it a little bit challenging to start marketing out to their uh, their user base to see if they can acquire new people into their gym because you know it's, it's, CrossFit itself the word is pretty self-explanatory nowadays to some degree yeah so if you did have a different name you could still even though you're affiliated you could still advertise CrossFit you could still promote CrossFit you could still advertise it I would just be starting to organize your gym and your brand so you don't need to advertise it you can if you want but so you don't need to because Let's say Greg Glassman stayed as CEO. There was a high chance that CrossFit probably wouldn't be around another year because he'd probably piss off a few more people and mm. even more gyms would de-affiliate. What's going to happen with all those affiliate, uh, all those gyms that were affiliated, if their brand was 100% determined by being a CrossFit gym, what are they going to do? Yeah. If they can start remarketing themselves as a functional fitness gym or as a gym in general, just you know, a nice boutique gym with their own name and their own classes and whatnot, then even if they remove the CrossFit part, they can still provide, they still provide value to their customers. Oh, of course. And I guess from even a branding perspective, it gives a little more opportunity to differentiate across the board. Yeah. Yeah. No longer are you trying to um, play the, uh, um, 
the war between other CrossFit gyms in your area, you're now able to really start establishing what you specialize in. Yeah, you are now you rather than you are now the exact same as everybody else. You're a completely different you know, entity almost, even though you can still provide the exact same thing. Now, do you have anything else to say around the gyms? I think that basically covers it. Mm, yeah, I'd be interested to see where a lot of the gyms do go, especially the ones that, let's say, have the word CrossFit as part of their name or are very determined by being a CrossFit gym. Now, when it comes to coaches, a lot of coaches that are in CrossFit gyms only have their level one, or maybe they have their level one and then they have a specialty course from CrossFit, you know, CrossFit powerlifting, CrossFit weightlifting, CrossFit gymnastics, which are now uh, called CrossFit preferred, preferred courses rather than specialty courses. But that literally may be their coaching criteria is just a level one and a couple of specialty courses or a couple of weekend seminars. When it comes down to that, if CrossFit disappears, my next thought is, they now don't have any actual credentials. They don't have any qualification. They could have 10 years of coaching experience, but they don't actually have anything that they can write on their resume around that besides just 10 years coaching experience that you can write across at level one, but across it disappears. That doesn't mean shit. Not relevant anymore, really. Exactly. So what, was it, what would it mean for a coach now? Like, what should they do? <laughs> well... Depend honestly, like this really does depend on where you live because the rulings around being a coach and whatnot is completely different depending on what country you live in, even to what state you live in of different countries. But if you have a CrossFit level one and instantly that gets taken or CrossFit is disbanded and there's it's no more, your CrossFit level one doesn't mean anything. You sh- really, for most places, you can't actually coach. Like I know, for example, over here in WA, unless you have another form of a qualification, I can't stay necessarily at the gym. Even if the gym gets rebranded and is turned into a nice boutique gym, I now don't have any qualifications to actually be able to coach. All right. So what would you need? Well, sorry, I do. But if I was the coach that does that only has level one and has nothing else, then all of a sudden that's taken away. I don't have anything. But so... Next up, well, you also wouldn't be able to go get any insurance or anything like that because you're not qualified to do what you're attempting to do. Right, of course. Okay, so does that mean actively seeking uh, more higher education in terms of uh, coaching qualifications? Is that probably the best course of action now if you are a, a CrossFit Level 1 certified person? Yeah, if you're a CrossFit Level 1 certified person, definitely, I would definitely be looking into doing another course, something that means that pretty much you can keep your qualification going forward in case CrossFit does blow down. You know, I've always do encourage people to get further educated and to educate themselves more anyway when it comes down to uh, learning to become better at what they do. But if it means that they actually need to stay relevant in what they do, then they need to actually educate just in case. What that could look like for some for people over here in WA would be a strength and conditioning level one. I was just going to say, yeah, strength and conditioning, I yep. have a, um, a PT course. Yep, Cert 3 and Cert 4 in fitness. Mm. So a PT course there. Cert 4 is personal training. Cert 3 is generally group fitness. Um, so as in you have to have a Cert 4 to be able to run a personal training session. Cert 3 to be able to run a group fitness. You could also go back to uni and go do, you know, 
I, oh, you know, yeah, you can do sports science, anything along those lines. Yeah. So you could do something like that. But a lot of that, well, sorry, the Cert 3 and Cert 4 is covered in sports science anyway. But you could do something along those lines to actually stay relevant, to actually be able to keep doing what you're doing if you do love it. Now, the only thing is it's not going to be probably as cost effective. I'm assuming a level one is what, a, a grand yeah, 1,000 US, depending on whatever the conversion rate is. And if you're going to get your uh, PT course or um, your certifications level one, level two in um, personal training, like what would that be? Cert three and four in personal training? Yeah. Uh, that also depends, as in they're consistently having deals, depends on the company that you're going with, et cetera. But I'm, you know, I generally would see them anywhere between three to 5,000 Australian for both of those two. Yeah, exactly. But as you said, like if you actually do value that as your livelihood, yeah, I mean, go for it. You should always be achieving more and higher education anyway. Yeah, there's literally, you can't put a price on good education. You know, mm-hmm. as we both talked about before, actually spending the money on yourself to become better and to further educate yourself is very, very important. I believe those those qualifications are something that you probably should have had anyway if you have been coaching for a couple of years. Understand like the, the financial cost can be a little bit much, but especially more so now to keep yourself relevant and to keep yourself actually able to do what you're doing, potentially to still be able to be insured, etc. you need to go do that one now. Just in case your gym does decide to de-affiliate and has nothing to do with CrossFit, you want to be able to stay a coach or maybe mm. you don't. Yeah. I mean, it's really just uh, assessing risk really. So uh, and even just yeah, for your own personal knowledge, as you said, what do you think um, you're going to do about this? Because, you know, let's say um, our gym does de-affiliate. Hopefully not. But um, are you going to try to achieve more higher education? I mean, you already have quite a bit under your belt. Uh, I'm not going to change anything due to all of this. Yeah. As in currently also going through some courses, currently always trying to find another course to do, always trying to find a little bit more education to do. I love it. I love learning. I love reading. Um, so I'm not going to change anything because of this. It does mean that I can still keep doing what I'm doing, which is mm-hmm. good. And it just means that now all of a sudden I'm not going to be able to write CrossFit level two instructor under my um, on my resume. That's the only difference really. That's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, realistically at this point, do you think that that's going to be uh, pretty close in the... Um in the perspective of how it's all playing out. So you think these uh, coaches and members, I mean, coaches should really start playing now or um, wait it out and just see what will happen in the next couple of weeks and months. Hopefully it might blow over. I reckon coaches should be planning this out anyway, purely just because even if it doesn't happen, one, at least they're prepared. Two, at least they've gone and learned something. Yeah, good point. Learning's always good. But at the same time, I don't reckon CrossFit's all of a sudden just going to disappear in the next couple of weeks. I reckon they've acted fast enough when it comes down to getting rid of Glass and bringing in Castro and whatnot to at least hold on for a little bit longer. I just have no idea what the financial loss of $4 million a year plus then all sponsors and everything else has done to them. Yeah, true. I guess we just have to play a waiting game. I think in the next couple of days or is it today or even tomorrow that we're going to actually get to witness a bit of a discussion across 10 of the longest affiliate owners uh in crossfit yeah 10 affiliate owners or uh what's the word or 10 big names and faces sorry because all writings in there yeah names and faces in the gym that have been all been directly related to crossfit for 10 plus years Mm -hmm. and that's has nothing to do with crossfit itself doesn't it no they're just getting together to literally have a conversation about what's happened and and themselves going forward and what they're going to do what do you think they're going to do 
Whoa. I honestly reckon a lot of those guys are do seem to be very loyal people. As in, they're very loyal. They will want to stay with the brand of CrossFit for as long as possible because some of them have even worked directly for CrossFit or they've made really good friends across this time with those guys. So even though they are not directly friends with Glassman, let's say, or maybe they're not necessarily wanting to stay with Glassman, they do like the brand. Because even, you know, for you and I, for everyone here listening, CrossFit has done something good for us. You know, CrossFit has built that community. You know, it's provided work for me for many years. It's provided a passion and a love for what I do. So it's done good, okay? But Glassman is obviously the person who has done not so good over the last (laughs) couple of days. So I think a lot of those guys are going to get together and more than likely talk and potentially talk about exactly what we were just saying, as in maybe they are going to keep their affiliation or maybe they might remove it, but they're going to turn it into something like, let's say, community fitness mayhem instead of CF mayhem. It's community Mm. fitness mayhem. That sounds really gay. Don't do that. (laughs) But it might be community fitness mayhem rather than like CrossFit mayhem. Yeah, yeah. And So the general consensus will be just having high hopes that this will blow over eventually. Still, uh, Still basically playing it really lightly as to uh, how base, uh, how you know Jim should proceed? Don't necessarily just the affiliate right now. Just yeah. kind of just let the let it all settle down. Yeah, let the water settle a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good way of looking at it as well. I mean, right now this is not the only issue in the world. No, just forget about far that. bigger things going on. Yeah. So, uh, like t- the apocalypse coming next month, or what is it? The natural disasters. I'm thinking there's natural disasters and then weird political things or we- aliens. Yeah, and then maybe the, the return of COVID. I don't know. <laughs> don't jinx us, man. No, don't jinx us. Yeah, well, that's basically what's happening right now. Mm. And I guess the best thing we can do is just wait and see what happens. Uh, it's still playing out. And at the end of the day, it's it's fitness. And as a member, as a person, in as a part of a gym, don't think that, uh, you know, revoking your own membership to a gym a CrossFit gym is the right thing to do in response to this because all you're doing is harming the uh, the gym itself and harming yourself by not getting fit exactly so uh, if you're if you're part of a CrossFit gym you know support the CrossFit gym have a discussion with your your coach and your box owner and just um, you know keep it transparent because yep. it's still fitness it's still being healthy that's the main uh, outlook here and uh, that's what we support Exactly, exactly. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with the games this year, considering almost all the athletes who were gone have now said, I'm out. I'm going to call a veto on that. I I think it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like that movie, Get Out. Just get out, get away from the games. That's it, that's it. And we'll just have to see what other uh, competitions uh, basically keep going and survive. And basically, I think for their own best interest, maybe just taking a step back this year, repairing what they've uh, broken and uh, just attacking it uh, next year in a much more positive light with, yeah. a, with a board of directors that can actually address everyone's concern and everyone's needs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, I think that uh, covers this story. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? No, no, no. I reckon we covered it perfectly. Just a nice little bit of news for you guys and our thoughts and our opinions on it. And our thoughts and opinions on everything actually going forward with this one, what we think may happen, and actually what we believe that you guys should be doing as well in this time, mm. instead of just reacting and you know typing massive hate mail on social media. Yeah, you can actually think about things. Yeah, don't 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 let this overwhelm you. It's just a it's just a part of the news. 
Exactly. You got your own lives to live and your own health to take care of. So, uh, you know, keep on training hard, keeping healthy and keeping safe. Yep. Awesome, guys. Thanks heaps for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of you listening to this one. Chuck it up on Instagram stories. Chuck it up on your Facebook stories. Give us a post. We'll definitely reshare you guys. We appreciate you guys for reposting this because we want to get out to as many people as possible. Absolutely. We love you guys and I hope you have a great week. See ya. See ya. Thank you.